Welcome to Falcons Drip, your go-to source for Falcons news and draft coverage. I'm Thon Ray, founder and voice of Falcons Drip. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I'm joined by my co-host, Jeff. I always say, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Jeff. Today, we're going to break down the Carolina Panthers, Atlanta Falcons game, and just kind of what to expect. And uh, yeah, as always, we'll do some predictions, and I'll predict that they win because I do that every week, and, and I can't help myself. Well, there's there's nothing wrong with that, but this is definitely one of the weeks where I think a lot of people, maybe not a lot, because a lot of people are pretty pessimistic about the Falcons. I guess you're going to have more people believing that they're going to win this week than, let's say, last week. Mm-hmm. And this is a very winnable game. Uh, this is we're, we're on the same tier as the Carolina Panthers, who did just fire their offensive coordinator. So if we made a little push to bring him onto the roster somehow, especially this week before we played him, that would be good. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. <laughs> Let's not forget they got rid of Cam, <laughs> and now he's back. So yeah. they have a lot of a lot of turmoil in that sense. I love that Cam Newton's back. I love it. I, I think he's horrible, which is <laughs> so. I really do. Like, I was sad when he left Carolina. I'm thrilled. Like, it just makes their offense so one-dimensional because he really does not throw the ball well. No. He, ever since he had, what, that shoulder injury and surgery, he really hasn't been the same. Even before, like, he was very flaky. Like, sometimes he would make these miraculous throws. Sometimes he would just throw it into the dirt. Like, he's never been – his best thing is running, and it still is. He's not, like – as far as running quarterbacks go, he's not like your Kyler Murray's, Russell Westbrook – Russell Westbrook's, your Russell Wilson's. Even, like, Lamar Jackson is not as good of a thrower now as Cam was in his prime, but he's significantly better than Cam Newton is right now. Yeah, and, and so in that sense, that, that should be really beneficial for us. I don't think we should be horribly worried about getting beat deep because even if we do get beat deep, the ball may not make it there. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, these are some good wideouts we, we've talked about before. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, even though Robbie Anderson's been playing pretty horribly this year, Terrace Marshall, Shai Smith, all these guys have explosive, explosive ability. But like you said, I don't trust Cam to get it there consistently. I hope this week Dean Pease comes up, loads up the box, says you're not going to run this ball against us, and we have to account for Cam when running the ball. Certainly. I, I feel like they're going to lean on him a little bit more this week just because McCaffrey's done for the year. So you have to think he's going to be more involved in the rushing attack. Chuba Hubbard has done a, a pretty decent job, but if Cam's your quarterback – we just talked about how he doesn't throw well. He's going to be very involved in the run game. Yeah, I mean, he's had three rushing touchdowns. Really where Cam's seen most of his production is in the red zone this year. 16 attempts, three for touchdowns, only 65 yards total, so 4.1 yards, which is which is fine. I mean, you run 4.1 yards every single play, you're going to score touchdowns, right? And then really, when you look at it, since Cam Newton as a starter this year is 0-2. He has not won a game this year. He has three touchdown passes, two picks. Well, he was dreadful against Miami. And, and that's putting it lightly, I guess I would say. He was five for 21 passing. And if you look at what Miami does, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I, I knew that, but I had forgotten it. That is so bad. Yeah. But if you look at what Miami does, like Miami plays a lot of man and loads the box, and they've got a stout run defense. So 
we, I think we need to follow that if we can. And I don't know if we will. I know we like to keep AJ on his side, but I would love to see Terrell Island following DJ Moore around, locking him up, not letting him get anything and just kind of matching up on their receivers that way. I would be fine with, with trying that out a little bit more against this team than some others, because you're going to have Cam at quarterback and like we said, he was terrible last week. It doesn't throw well. This is a this is maybe a time to give him a shot at following somebody around because mm-hmm. Fabian Moreau can can kind of play either side at at a pretty similar level. I feel like and Darren Hall's been playing well in the slot the past couple of weeks. Now's the time to to give it a shot. Absolutely, and, and like I said, we got to load the box. We got to spy Cam Newton. You know, as fast as he is, our linebackers are just as fast or faster. I actually would have no problem getting a lot of Michael Walker this game. I feel like he matches up pretty well as far as Cam's running ability and spying him and using our other linebackers to blitz and do stunts and those kinds of things. I would love to see this be a very heavy three linebacker game, but I've said that all season long, so we probably probably won't see it. I was going to say, I'm shocked you want Michael Walker in the game. You've only said it (laughs) almost every single podcast. Literally from the beginning. Yeah. And I think we're going to see a lot summer. of, I, yes, yeah, we're going to see a lot of Stephen Means this week as well. I, I would expect him to be on the field most downs, even even some obvious passing down or what would be obvious passing downs. We're still going to have to worry about the run because of who we're playing. So this should be a good week for him. And yeah, this I think it just comes down to like you said, stay loading up the box and forcing them to try and win with. Cam throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. And Adi Ogundeji, he's banged up. He didn't practice today. So we'll see what happens. He might not even be ready come Sunday. I hope he is. But he actually had a pretty poor game last week. You know, he's a rookie. He's going to have his ups and downs. What he is and the excitement about him is not for what he's doing this year. He's better than we thought he would be this year. He's a rotational guy, but it's what he could possibly become, right? So that's okay. Like, I'm not expecting him to be a world beater. No, and like you said, you're going to get the ups and downs, and we've certainly gotten more ups than downs with him. Mm-hmm. It, he'll bounce back, I'm sure. I have a, a lot of confidence after seeing how well he's played most of the year. And last week was a tough team. Like, they are very, very good. They won the Super Bowl last year and brought everybody back, basically. So that that was always going to be a tough game no matter for who you are, except yeah. I guess Marlon Davidson. Cause he had a, he had a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon Davidson saves his best plays for the Buccaneers for sack Tom Brady, first interception for a touchdown, Tom Brady. So that's pretty cool to see. And, and we actually talked about Marlon a little bit before the podcast. And I was just saying like, you got to remember too, Marlon Davidson, he had these high expectations, he came in as a rookie with no offseason and then spent most of last offseason rehabbing and getting healthy. Uh, so he really didn't have much of an offseason this this past offseason. So he's had two seasons under his belt, no real offseason. So let's give him another year or two. And I, I really think in year three is when we're going to see him kind of take off. So anything else defensively you feel like we need to mention or, or go into? No, it, it should be fairly straightforward and you know, just contain the run and we should be fine. Yep. Contain the run, contain cam on passing downs, which uh, we've had a hard time doing for most of the year. (laughs) But again, without that real threat of being able to pass the ball, I think 
it makes their offense very one-dimensional. It makes it very easy for us to kind of do more stunts, spy cam, and not worry about it as much. Let our cornerbacks play aggressively. But I, I think, like you said, it's very straightforward. Now, where I see more struggles is the other side of the ball. Now, now here's the good news. The good news is in the last two games, we've faced the number one and number three rush defenses, and we've looked very, very good running the ball. Now, this Panthers defense is no, no slouch, very good. They're number 16 against the run, but overall yards against number two, number seven against points against. So I think if we really focus on rushing the ball, I think we'll be okay if we can just establish our run game. Yeah, and that's what we should want to do in general anyways because our past defense wasn't so great recently and has struggled throughout the whole year. I believe that Matt Ryan's the most hit quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, he was as of two weeks ago. And after last week, I mean, he was sacked five times and all, all you know, he was beat up. So I couldn't imagine that really changed. Right. So the last thing we need is the Panthers really pinning their ears back. We know Brian Burns is good. This will be a tough game if we have to throw all game. So the, the running game mm-hmm. has to get going. It's We've been much better at that. I just I can't see the Panthers getting way out in front of us. So it should definitely be a focus. And basically, whoever runs the ball better this game kind of wins the game, it feels like. Yeah, I would, I would not be shocked to see a very low-scoring game, a lot of rushing attempts. Because it's going to be a lot of running the ball, a lot of time comes off the clock that way, a very fast game over in overall time. And I think if we can just continue that trend, we will come out on top. If if we can force Cam Newton and the Panthers to pass the ball, we'll be in very, very good shape. Uh, yeah, certainly. But in order to do that, we need to establish the run. We need to score touchdowns. Russell Gage has, you know, he's really stepped it up the last couple of weeks, which is awesome because teams are still keying and eyeing on pits. They will probably go back to what they did the previous time we played them and they'll they'll probably play with a lot of stuff on Gilmore on him with with safety help over the top seeing if they can stop pits that way because you know they had did a pretty good job of it the previous time we played now I believe Pitts dropped a big pass and didn't really ever get going if we can get him going establish the run game just like any other week this will be a game where we could really blow the hinges off these guys but we cannot do that with the penalties. We can't do that with giving up sacks. We can't do that with drop passes. We eliminate our own mental errors. We can be literally, we can beat anybody. I think we have to remember that Shaq Thompson exists in the middle too, because I believe last game, Ryan kind of forgot about him one play through, through a pretty easy mm-hmm. pick to him. Mm-hmm. He's good. <laughs> like, let's not forget <laughs> he's good <laughs> yeah i mean the soul i mean the soul defense is stacked right i mean yeah. on all levels brian burns Derek brown daquan jones you know shaq thompson stefan gilmore jeremy chin like top to bottom this team is loaded but now if we give matt ryan enough time and matt has to have a good day i mean he I, i've said this before the day besides jacksonville he really the only times he struggled are when the offensive line has not been able to protect him or the receivers haven't been able to get open. We go as Matt goes. Yeah, especially with with how shaky the line has been. And I'm going to say inexperienced for the defense. Like, they've done a good job. But in in tougher games, we know that they're going to, you know, give up some points. Not, not a horrible amount most days. But 
the, the Matt Ryan has to play well if we if we're gonna beat teams. We can't win counting on the run game and the defense to pull us through. The run game's been good. The defense has been has been decent to good. But at the end of the day, they're not enough. Matt Ryan has to play well. It's the reason we're sitting where we are. Is is this team is a work in progress? As of this week, two days ago. Sorry, just to go back to what we were talking about earlier. The total hits, quarter, the total quarterback hits through thirteen weeks. Atlanta leads with ninety-two. The lowest. Can you guess who? Guess who the lowest is? It's Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even need with to see 40. the list. <laughs> yeah, he's been hit. He's been hit forty times. So Matt's been hit over double that. So who's the, the next s- clo- second least or second most? The Colts with eighty-four. That makes sense. Just because Carson holds onto the ball. Yeah. Yeah, the, our offensive line is a work in progress. This will be a tough game if Matt has to sit back there and pass, like we said. But run game gets going. Hopefully, it's not nearly as bad. Maybe we can run some play action. And get get the defense at least kind of unsettled. And I really like what Mike Davis has been doing the last couple of weeks. Like, I don't want that to go unchecked and unnoticed because you know we've talked about it. He's really this is something that you said. He's really like sticking his foot in the ground and going north and south, which is what we need to see. And he's been making some plays too. That touchdown he had last week, the thir- it was third and thirteen two weeks ago. Um, and he was able to wiggle around and run people over for the first after a, a quick pass. Mike Davis is a good back, and he doesn't necessarily get the credit he deserves and t- shoulders a lot of blame that might necessarily not belong to him. Now, and like you said, he's played well. He's changed how he's been running, and it's worked out really well. I have to imagine he's really encouraged by it, and, and it will continue. I can't imagine that You know, this was just a blip. I think he's very aware that this has been a lot more successful. I think it's also important um, to discuss too. Hayden Hurst is back. That I mean that that will be helpful. That gives us at least another passing option because Kyle Pitts is going to have a tough day if if they stick Stephon Gilmore on him the whole time. This is not somebody Matt should test out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is a if if Gilmore's on on Pitts, kind of stay away from that because this really not a matchup to test out. So having somebody like Hurst back in the lineup will be very helpful. He's a much better receiver than Lee Smith. And we know our wide receivers have been hot and cold, mainly cold this year. (laughs) (laughs) Just giving that another option will be helpful. So Jeff, and I know we've talked about it for most of this episode, but what's the one thing that you need to see happen in order for Atlanta to win? I think that they need to stop the running game. I mean, I know we have to be successful with it too, but I have I have some confidence that we'll be able to score some points, even though I know their defense is really good. I think we just we've seen growth from our players, and Corderell's been great. If Corderell's here and Pitts is in the game, we're going to score some mm-hmm. points, right? We have to make sure they don't score a lot because we have not done a good job scoring a lot of points. So containing the run game making sure that Cam has to pass, make it a lot harder on him because we will, we've had trouble with teams that have scored a lot of points. And that, that's just what it comes down to. This is a winnable game. We need it if we want to go to the playoffs. And uh, I'm going to say for uh, the, the biggest thing too is, like you said, stopping the run. Because even if we can't run the ball, I still have faith in Matt and, and making plays and being able to score. Um, and that that's what I'm going to say is we need to score touchdowns. We need to score points. We can't stall out after their, our first drive and score a touchdown like we did last week. 
This is another good defense, another tough defense. We got to find a way to put points up. So that's what I'll say. What's your, what's your final predictions? You know, I, I think it's going to be an inverse of of what we saw in the first meeting. It was 19-13 Carolina the first time. I'm going to say it's going to be 19-us, 13-them this time. I'm going to go um, a little bit, little bit differently. I'm going to go 21 to 10 us. No, 24 to 10. Final, final, final answer. 24 to 10. Got to gotta get Koo in there. Yeah. <laughs> Koo's going to score. We're going to hit three touchdowns. And, and, you know, I just don't have that much faith in this Carolina offense, especially you lose your offensive coordinator, lose your starting quarterback, and have Cam Newton there. And they've got two, two of their already weak offensive linemen are questionable to play. So let's see what happens. Definitely going to be a game that we need to win. Uh, if we lose this game, we probably still won't be out of it, but we're going to have to beat some teams that are, that are going to be much tougher. Um, we still got the Bills coming down the pipeline, and, and then also San Francisco will be another tough team. Both of those winnable. This is more winnable than both of those, so this is a must-have if we want to see the playoffs. 100% got to win this if we intend on going to the playoffs. And I was going to say it, and you're saying it, it'll be more difficult. It's mathematically possible still for Detroit to make the playoffs. So <laughs> it requires, as you know, a lot of math and a lot of wins losses going their way. But technically it's still possible for Detroit to make the playoffs. So we're definitely still in it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Detroit mathematically could clinch the seventh seed at six, 10 and one. And it's literally, like everything has to go their way. Like there are like seven games each week that something specific has to happen in order for them to win. I think if that happens, we end up being also in the playoffs. Like I think the the only way the Lions make it is we are all we end up with the sixth seed. So, so I wouldn't mind it. There you go. No, because at least gives us one team that's worse than us. <laughs> Don't in the playoffs. No, we'll be better than all the teams. We just got to figure it out. All right, guys. Um, so today, you know, we just kind of went over Carolina, what we need to do to win. Cam Newton's back, so I look forward to us, you know, smacking him around a little bit, having him throw his towel over his head and pouting because that's really what Cam Newton does best. Again, this is Thon Ray. You guys can follow us at Falcons underscore drip on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Please make sure you subscribe, follow, whatever you need to do to get the alert for our next episode. If you guys enjoyed today, please leave us a review. It always helps us grow. Until then, see you next time. Rise up.